Where did I park? Where did I park? Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park? I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP. I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. Thanks to everybody who tuned in last week. Uh, it was all good until it wasn't. Phone update. Turns out I had insurance on my phone. Who knew? You big dummy. <laughs> but I was able to trade it in for the same model for a really cheap price. And I'm back in the game. I can make calls again, thank God. And now I can wait for the iPhone Z1000 Terminator 2X6942B Max Plus. And beyond! It's coming out in October or whenever it's coming out. And I can upgrade then. So life worked out. I guess it is all good. And even if it isn't, it'll be all good again. Special shout out to everybody who uh, got on either my post or my sister's Instagram or Facebook post to uh, just celebrate my mom's life. My mom's birthday was on the 23rd. She would have been 71. And a lot of people just chimed in and did a one quick liner about their uh, favorite memory or just that they miss her. So that was cool. It was cool to see. Very touching. Always good to see that there's friends and family that support you and miss your mom and miss your people the same way you do. So, shout out to everybody who contributed. So, I guess the big deal of the week is food. Everybody seems to have lost their mind over a particular set of food and a particular set of restaurants that have been going at each other. But if you're from Metro Detroit like I am, uh, the biggest food news of the week was Kim's Family Restaurant in Troy is closing forever. It's so sad. I grew up with this stuff. I mean, that was the first restaurant I figured out I like Chinese food from. I used to get the number seven almond boneless chicken, transferred that into egg foo young and sesame chicken. I didn't even know sesame chicken uh, looked the way it does in the quick pack, so I got to A&T. And that's when I ran into Andy in Grand China. And I was like, just don't look the way I remember it at home. But man, Kim's is closing. Man, they got the best fried rice in the game. And they remember everybody in the area. They remember you when you come back. They ask about your family. Now, sometimes they mess up me and my best friend's family. So they weren't perfect. You know, we all look alike. But close enough. Man, the food was so good. They were so nice. Even when you uh, chose to dine in, it was good. They had the bubble tea popping. Man, it's sad to see them go, but they've been there for like 40 years. And um, it's family owned, so they're basically ready to retire and chill and live the good life. And their families all signed off on it. And it's like, man, the whole city is just like. All right, so what do we do? They had to put out like a frequently asked questions thing on Facebook. And it's like, yeah, we're closing because we're old, we're tired. They're closing on the 31st of August. So we only got like a week left pretty much. Um, 
They didn't want to sell to anybody else. Uh, they didn't want the family to take over and keep it running. So they basically got here, had a good run, and they're out. They're not selling any recipes. Um, they've been offering up uh, suggestions on which other Chinese places to go in the area, who sells good food, who's comparable, or comparable, whatever. Who's uh, who works with each other, who works well. And this, the city is just all on their Facebook page like, yo. This can't be happening. This can't be happening. And they've been packed every single day. They've had to change their hours. They're running out of egg rolls. And it's not like they're going to restock because they're closing down for good. So if you ain't got it by now, you ain't going to get it. Message. 248-524-9207. Right off the dome. Didn't even have to think about that. Man, the food was so good. It's so good that my wife, you know, who would only come up there when we were long distance or whenever we go see family, she was like, yo, so you trying to take a road trip? And honestly, I thought about it. If it wasn't like the first week of school and we didn't have this newborn and everything else, I'd think about it. I'll tell you this much. If we didn't have any kids or I was single, I already would have been there. Probably would have been twice. Probably would have got to go. Probably would have got one for the road. Got some sauce to remember them by and took a keepsake probably would have took like one of the little rocks from the fountain <sighs> it's gone all i got is memories now it's just one of those things where when you go home you know you're gonna get some kims not today well i've had my last almond boneless chicken i've had my last foo young kims it was a good run i appreciate you uh you made me fatter but you also made me happier so i call it a win-win well done, well played, you deserve your rest. Thank you. So Kim's was local to my upbringing. Is there anything that happened globally? Oh yeah, the big chicken battle. Popeye's changed the game, from what I hear anyway. Chick-fil-A is running for cover. Everybody is all on the Popeye's train. It's pretty ridiculous. I didn't get a chance to get one. I wanted to. Um, well, my wife wanted to, so I was going to get one for her and get one for my mother-in-law and get one for the boys. And, you know, maybe if anybody didn't finish theirs all the way, I'd scoop up the scraps. I definitely wasn't getting one for me. Shit. But I'll tell you what, the lines for this were so crazy. Uh, my bowling league started this week, so I had left a little early. So I could get to Popeye's real quick and scoop one up and then just bring it home after bowling. But I looked on Google Maps to see, um, you know, if it was still where I thought it was. And there was a big red traffic line. And turns out that there wasn't any accident or anything. It was just a line going to Popeye's. My dog Keon had the same thing happen to him, too. So shout out to him. But um I went to get off the exit ramp on the freeway and I couldn't even get off the ramp. It was that packed. In fact, it took me 10 minutes to get out of the traffic just to move past Popeye's and I didn't get anywhere near it. I got a couple pictures and a couple videos to send to the wife just so I could say, hey. Your husband tried, but uh, we ain't getting no chicken today. That's ridiculous. This chicken must got all the nutrients of the Nile and juices and berries in it. So... I'll get to it eventually, but I'm not I'm not sitting in any line like that. Not any roller coaster line, not a drive-through, not for Popeye. It's funny to see all the restaurants go at each other though. Everybody's trying to get in the game even when their food is trash. All the McDonald's memes and 
Twitter replies. Of course, Wendy's is getting in. You know, they're the pettiest. Um, even Bojangles got in there saying something. That chicken, egg, and cheese from Bojangles is immaculate. If they put an egg on that uh, Popeye's, mm, we, I, I'd entertain a competition for that. Yes! Uh, so it's just funny to see all that. I think the real interesting thing, though, to me, um, is how hard everybody rides for Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I guess this is an unpopular opinion, but Chick-fil-A is good. It's not great to me. I think it's flawed. flawed. I think they uh, they do a good job, but they don't do a great job. And they cover everything up with a smile. I mean, if I smile through everything, you'd probably be excited too. Um, but there's just something about, you know, being just okay, but being nice about it that lets people, you know, give you another chance. So, I mean, I get it, but they've never been goat to me. I think they play you on the nuggets all the time. Some of those nuggets are all bread or they're just really tiny. But you just roll with it because, hey, it's Chick-fil-A. You know, the lines are long to navigate through, even though they're smiling your way through it and they're working with you. They're long. And even on their mobile app, they turn they turn off the curbside service sometimes of the day. Like, don't fake the convenience. If I'm going to be able to do mobile, then I better go in. And don't get it twisted. I got a whole bunch of points because just because I got an unpopular opinion doesn't mean that my family doesn't roll with it. So I got Chick-fil-A points on the app and we don't use them. Message! I'm just saying, like, there's wiggle room. First of all, I don't like pickles, so I don't care what restaurant does it. I'm getting no pickles, so that's not a draw to me. Second of all, like, the chicken doesn't always fit on the bun at Chick-fil-A. Maybe they need smaller buns. Um, especially if you get that chicken, egg, and cheese bagel. It don't fit. Um, they had to redo that spicy because the first spicy they came out with, um, it just wasn't hitting. It was just hot. Not unbearably hot. I like hot food, but like it was just hot. They had to make put some more flavor in it. I saw the difference. I know everybody else did too, but once they changed it, it was like cool. But you, you can't offer that for the breakfast sandwich. You can't offer that um, with anything else. Hmm. They got flaws, though. They don't always get everything right. They're just the best at taking care of business. So there's a bunch of points for customer service, but they can be beat. So I get why everybody's like, oh, to play to go, to go, to go. But like, they can be beat. You just got to know how to beat them. They can't be beating everything. And just because you beat them in flavor doesn't mean you're going to beat them in customer service. But when's the last time you tasted customer service? We talking about flavor. So sounds like they got beat, but I'm not, I'm not surprised because Sometimes they beat themselves. Give me those small sandwiches with a smile. My pleasure. Shoot, be mean and give me double. You big dummy. Popeye's come out with a tortilla soup like Chick-fil-A's, you know. I'll entertain a taste test, but, you know, chicken sandwich, it is what it is. I'm also saying this as somebody who didn't get to taste the Popeye's sandwich, so maybe I'm hating. Maybe I'm uninformed or ill-advised. Who knows? Maybe I should have waited in line you know, for two, three hours. Who knows? I'll just stick to the memes. Speaking of the memes, apparently Black Twitter done gave Popeye's 23 million in unsponsored business. Shit. And that drove the think pieces crazy. And, uh, you know, why can't you support 
your own businesses like that. Like, I get the point. I mean, so isn't that the, the point of advertising too? to get people to talk about it, to spark the discussion, to you know generate more business? That's what they did. But even with all these memes and funny clips and everything like that, it sparked creativity from some really good content creators. So did all 23 million of that go directly into Popeye's pockets? No, I'm sure that people, you know, that created funny stuff or that jumped along with it, used their own marketing skills and their own branding to, you know, influence their their own culture. So I get it. I feel like, yeah, there's a perfect opportunity to put other people on or support other people in other ways. But by just supporting some of the fun that they had at the expense, I think they did that as well. So I think people need to calm down with just the next thing about how, you know, nobody's supporting each other and just, you know, support your friends, support people that you don't know, figure out, you know, what the next move is. Don't just stop off at telling people they're wrong for having fun at the expense of some chicken. Like jump in, promote your own business, go further from here. Let this be the catalyst or the catapult, depending on how far you go. Another one. But don't just call people out, especially after you hear the dollar figure. Like that's a extrapolation and a calculation. You know, we can't directly tie that in. That's just based off of clicks and pictures and just influence. But there's other things and there's other ways to spread it around. So it's not like we were just about to put 23 million into our own pocket, but then Popeyes popped up and we all shifted over there. It's just a calculation. So let's calculate how we can support each other without dragging each other for having a little fun and getting some good food in the meantime. I saw some people using their platform to ask for promotion for their friends. I just hope that once their friends promote it, they do some type of collaboration with somebody or figure out how to move those forward and not just say, hey, look at me, I'm better than the chicken people. So uh, we'll see what happens. I also saw the posts that are like, this is just the next stage in propaganda. This is just the next step to bring everybody down. Last week, they were talking about Kaepernick versus Jay-Z and everybody got what they wanted. They, we drug ourselves down like crabs in a barrel, which, you know, to some extent, I agree. So now we move from crabs in a barrel to sports and now we moved it to chicken. So I don't know if we're going to keep on food and move it to watermelon or anything other stereotypical. You know, uh, I was talking to some of my friends and our guess was the next thing was going to be politics. You saw that uh, Donald Trump was fumbling over the Bible and just kind of did a general catch all like the whole thing is good. They were trying to stick him in that Sarah Palin uh, magazine thing. And he, he weaseled his way out of it with just saying the Bible in general. And that was going to be the worst thing. And then Joe Biden got out here and talked about um, what if Obama had been assassinated. <sighs> Some of these people just don't need microphones and don't need to answer questions. This is America. Again, I know I talked about it a couple of podcasts ago, but what is Barack thinking? Like... He can't be happy with his friend. He really can't. Biden turning into that person that who he goes to every group meeting and he contributes his part real well. And he's got that one catch line you always go to for. And when it's his turn to lead the project, he's fumbling and stumbling and 
can't get right and you're over there like, oh, should I save him? Yeah. I don't know if I need to. Or better yet, he might be that coworker that uh, you guys are cool and you guys can vent to each other after meetings and talk about sports a little bit. And, you know, even on Taco Tuesday or whatever day the lunch special is, you guys can, you know, carpool together and catch a catch an hour lunch break and go through all your fun times and remember each other's wives and kids names and just keep it light. But then you go to happy hour with them and you're like, oh, yeah, we're just co-workers. We're not friends. First and last time. I wonder if Barack feels about that like Joe or I wonder if Barack feels that way about Joe now. He's like, man, we were cool. But now that he's in charge, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking, though. I'm not going to get into that again. But just, so that was our guess for the think piece of the next week. And it probably would have happened, except except a 29 football player retired in the middle of a game. And everybody went crazy. Maybe that's what we needed, though. Maybe this is the unifying factor. So everybody can lose their minds. Back to football. So you got the crowd that's like, I can't believe he just up and walked away. You got the crowd that was actually at the game that booed him as he was walking off. They'll probably regret that. You know, the people taking off his jersey that are just finding out on the internet as it got leaked. Um, you got the people that are supporting him. And then you got everybody figuring out what should be the next move and why this is important. And, you know, who's he the next best thing since. So it's all over the place. I mean, but when you look at it, I think I saw the tweet where he made 97 million bucks and he's worried about his health and safety. And every year he's been injured some more significant and it's affected his ability to play the game that he loves. And I mean, really, what does he have to lose? Get out before it gets even worse. Message. I'm not mad at him for that. I put on Facebook RG31 just because everybody was pitting them against each other because they were coming out and RG3 had a hot start and then he faded away and everybody was like, see, we told you luck was better. RG is this and RG is that. So even though RG is hanging around on like the second or third string, technically he wins. I mean, he doesn't win $97 million, but he wins. Screw it. But I'm okay with him leaving, to be honest with you, just because when you lay out all those injuries and you lay out the fact that it was affecting his mental health and this was the guy that was smiling and thanking people for hitting him and thanking people for knocking him down like yeah that was cool and that was cute but when you can't move anymore and you know it's it's really just taking a toll on you it looks like you got the Kevin Durant injury from this year like I'm not even mad at him Jacoby Brissett shout out to him he gets to start now so that's a win so we'll see what the Colts are talking about might not be talking about much I hope Ebron doesn't have a good year again just because he played the Lions. But shout out to him. I mean, at least Luck gave us some content for the for the week that isn't necessarily divisive. Although if you wanted to draw some lines, everybody wouldn't get the same we love you treatment as Andrew Luck. Another one. I'm a Lions fan, so of course I know about Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Not quite the same thing, but um, at least the Colts aren't making them give the money back. So shout out to him. Maybe the Lions weren't so... Ugh, never mind. I ain't gonna do it. You already know what it is. Shout out to Andrew Luck. Um, ride off into the sunset with your weird laugh and weird voice and just live your dreams. Nobody says you have to play forever. It does stand for not for long. Just because you're the quarterback doesn't make you any exception. 
And at least we don't have to talk about politics now. We can just talk about dangers of football and other normal stuff. You know what else is back? Um, power. Finally, we're here at the, the series finale. I haven't watched it yet, so well, probably by the time uh, this comes out, I will have watched it. But at the time of this recording, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm not impressed either. Like, I definitely don't watch it Saturday at midnight. I don't even watch it at the regular time. I just pick it up whenever I do. Um, but apparently everybody's all up in arms about the the intro. I guess that messed up everybody's Instagram. You know how they always uh, do a live video of them watching. You can see this is, uh, what do they say? They say this is a big rich town. Not today. Not anymore. Y'all screwed it up and everybody's mad. Oh well. There'll be other ways to record yourself watching power. Just enjoy this final season. I'm only in it just because I like to finish things out and see how they play out. But I don't know. It lost it for me a while ago. I can be in the minority in that. I ain't tripping. It's just power. Uh, I do have some things I hope happen. Like I hope Tariq loses just because, you know, I hate to wish that upon any little kid. But he's just off the chain. Shoot, everybody probably need to lose. We'll see what happens. It'll be fun. But y'all be okay. It's just an intro. If you just that focus on the intro anyway, then that show needs to end a lot sooner than it did. So it's back to school time. Everybody make it through the summer okay? Everybody tired of summer vacations? Summer camp? Now the endless money pits? Yeah, me too. Now it's time to get the boys back in school. Jackson's getting ready for second grade. Just had to open house. Uh... It was funny. We went to the open house and we had the same reaction. A lot of the times my wife and I will get to a different point or we'll get to the same point in different ways. But after the open house, we left and we both looked at each other and said, yeah, we're going to end up having a conference. Sometimes you just know. Um, he's had different teachers throughout uh, just the first couple of years. Uh, one of them was really good. Uh, Two of them were really good. One of them was just good all the way through. The other one was good, but she was bouncing around and her assistant was really bad and missed a bunch of stuff and would blame Jackson for things. And she really just didn't know how to deal with a lot of people, especially ones that looked like Jackson, uh, which is unfortunate because we had known her for a while from growing up with her kid in different places, but she was who she was. Dummy. We're glad to be done with her. And then last year, uh, his teacher was, she was all right, but she was just kind of looking for the problem kids. And since he wasn't a problem kid, she would ignore him, which is, uh, which is sad. You don't want your kid to have to be a problem kid to get some attention or to get recognized. If you just kind of pass him through or pass him through the wayside, you're missing out on his brilliance and his genius and the things that he's good at. But also you're missing out on the things that he's not that good at and needs some help. And when we're yelling and screaming at you saying, hey, this kid needs some help in certain areas. And you're like, well, he's not a behavior issue, then. Well, then we're missing each other. If the only thing you care about are the one or two times where you say he was in trouble, which is because he was bored because he wasn't getting enough work, then we're not seeing eye to eye. And if you're not giving him the right work, then we're going to have an issue. So we looked at his teacher and we were just like, we're going to have an issue. And it's interesting because 
Uh, the city is expanding. There's a lot of new residential developments. There's a lot of people moving into the area. So the schools are getting crowded and teachers are changing. Some teachers that have been there for a while are finding new positions. Uh, I almost wonder if they're going to need to build like a new school or if people are just going to go private or go different places. But things are changing. So things that we thought would be uh, straight are going to have to be adjusted. So we're really just going to have to keep our eyes on this teacher and keep our hands on Jackson. Just make sure that he's in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And then follow that up with supplemental information at home. Message. I guess that's what you're supposed to do anyway, but I'm not saying that you need to set it and forget it or treat it like a babysitter like other people do. But like you want some comfort knowing that they are getting um, a decent education. Um, but we're going to see. Um, we're going to see how tightly they're going to guard structure and behavior. And, you know, he's not a perfect kid. He, he gets, you know, in trouble like everybody else does. But. If he's getting certainly picked on or we keep getting called for little things and it's getting in the way of his education, we're going to have an issue. Hopefully that's not the case. You know, this teacher has been around for a while, so obviously she had to do something right. So we're just hoping that something right is something that we haven't seen yet. Another one. Long story short, first day of school is tomorrow. We're excited. Yay. Can't you tell? Help me. Help me. But also, first day of daycare. And this is the first day of the last of the daycare. So it's bittersweet. You know, we remember the first day of daycare for Jax when we were trying to get all our ducks in a row. And in Jace, where we thought we had it down and we only had half of it down. And now we feel like we're pros. But, you know, we're double checking every list and making sure we're doing things and labeling bottles again and making bottles for the next day. Terrible. It's the last times. It's the last of times. It's the last of fun times, too. These daycare prices are crazy. I don't know how we're going to be able to afford to live. Tell them to bring me my money. I need to start a GoFundMe or something. How do these people do this? Somebody's grandma come watch these kids, so we don't have to pay all this. You know, we're here. We're excited. Um, there's a lot less tears this time around. There might be a few, but um, we're ready. And... Drew seems like he's in a good place, so, and we know the people that he's going to, so it's it's an exciting time. Uh, we just got to get through it and get used to transporting three and figuring out how our schedule works, but we're in here. Um, good luck to everybody starting school. Good luck to everybody's kids coming back and making sure that, uh, you know, we're following up and making sure that we're we're uh, holding these teachers accountable for these kids' education. Um, take some good first day pictures. Uh, make sure that they are uh, all dressed neatly and they're wearing cool stuff and they got cool book bags. Jackson and Jace got matching book bags. Jackson wanted sharks because, you know, he got into Shark Week this year, so he wanted a shark. And he got one, and then Jace saw it and was like, well, I want one. Shout out to my wife. She found one for a couple bucks. And it's a shark. At first, I thought it was baby shark. <laughs> But it's just a random shark design, but he loves it. So now they got matching book bags, so they're in business. So we're definitely going to get a couple pictures of that. Other than that, man, school's here. The return of long traffic lines, the return of buses being on the freeway, the return of can't never get home in a good hour because there's always people around with all these high schools. Uh, just hope people are safe and just people enjoying themselves. 
Um, I think the school behind our house won because the band was playing pretty hard on Friday night. So that's back. So all our usual distractions that we get a little three month break from are back. Uh, So hopefully uh, everybody else is enjoying and gearing up for what appears to be an exciting 2019 and 2020. All right, let's get to some uplift. So before the uplift, I just want to give a quick shout out again to teachers and educators and those who are doing the hardest work with the littlest amount of respect and appreciation. Uh, We appreciate teachers, although uh, I personally want to hold our teachers accountable and responsible for the rearing of our kids. Um, These teachers have control of our kids for more hours during the day than we do. So it's important that we support them in you know, leading our kids and making sure that they're understanding the right things, but also being available to being challenged, especially if they're teaching wrong information or um, leaving things out that we need to supplement and, you know, bring back and reinforce. So there's a lot that goes into it. And one thing that doesn't go into it very well is money and flexibility and freedom. So uh, we appreciate teachers for just doing what everybody can't do and doing it well and doing it when nobody else wants to. From the son of an educator and the husband of an educator, definitely appreciate um, the work of education. So when school starts, keep your hearts and minds open and have some respect for those that are uh, bringing our kids up into being the leaders of tomorrow. So for Uplift, I wanted to kind of recap everything that uh, we talked about today, um, from the restaurant closing to Uh, the restaurants battling with each other, to um, people talking about the restaurants, to Andrew Luck, to last season of Power, to uh, the first day of school, and uh, to parents knowing when to jump in and say something. I think an important characteristic is to know when it's time, Um, not ignoring the red flags, knowing that when it's time, it's time. So many things in life, we only have a small window of opportunity to do, a small window to get in. And what we take for granted is the smaller window that we have to get out, whether it's a financial decision to get out when the getting is good, a mental health decision to save yourself, to save your sanity, uh, a physical decision to get out to save your body physically. Um, It's important to remember what you've grown up with and what you've seen and what you know to understand that. You know, when your body is telling you something, when the signs are telling you something, uh, know the right information, see it, and understand what to do with it. Um, Even if it means jumping out on faith or, you know, taking that first step that you might be unsure about. When it's time to go, it's time to go. Because the second you wait too late is the second you start to pay for it. What's the old song? It says, good things come to those who wait, but not for those who wait too late. So when it's time to go, You make that move. So whether it's time to go to school, whether it's uh, time to change careers, whether it's time to leave a relationship, whether it's time to get in a relationship, whether it's time to turn money around, whether it's, you know, time to speak to a teacher, you know, when it's time, it's time. So in order to be in control of your time, make sure you understand where all the markers are. They're not always right in front of your face but they will be when you miss it. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. 
I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. I hope you'll join me again. Because once these kids get home from school, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to find out where did I park, park, park.